0: Welcome to Refuge Audiobook Series. Chapter 1. Overcoming Reluctance and Doubt Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. Jeremiah 1.6 out of the New King James Version of the Bible. Have you ever been completely overwhelmed as it pertains to the task that is in front of you? For many of us may have never had any worries about the task in front of us. For some people, you're like William Wallace running onto the battlefield to fight for your country, regardless of what dangers you may face. That has not been my experience. Whenever I sat back and thought about what God had called me to do, in order to serve him in gospel ministry, I always felt a sense of being out of my comfort zone and out of my league. My thought was that gospel ministry is for heavy hitters like Billy Graham and others that have gone before us to accomplish great things. That was when I was younger and then as I got older, it became real for me and I knew I needed to take a step of obedience I then started to think, well, what about my wife? What about my kids? How will this affect them? Are they ready for this? I started to come up with many excuses why it wouldn't work. I had all the excuses in the book about why it just wouldn't work to do what God had called me to do. I'd always admired missionaries and other leaders in the church and the lengths they would go to serve God putting themselves in harm's way to advance the kingdom. But I just didn't feel that I had what it took myself to do what God wanted me to do. I was reluctant. The word reluctant in the dictionary means unwilling and hesitant. And that is what I felt in regards to God's calling on my life. The prophet Jeremiah felt the same way when the Lord called him into prophetic ministry as God had called him to speak to the nation about their need for God. Maybe Jeremiah looked at the task in front of him, knowing the hardship that would come with speaking out against sin and calling people to repentance. Maybe he felt his own inadequacy, and maybe he felt he didn't have the tools it took to get the job done. I know that's how I felt oftentimes when I saw the task in front of me. I didn't feel I was the right person and I thought maybe I'm too young and there's no way God could ever use me for his glory. But I came to realize that my hesitancy was based in where I was placing my focus. My reluctance was based in focusing on myself and not the God I serve. It's okay to take a second and humbly step back and realize that the task is heavy. It's big and the calling is great. It's an honor to serve the Lord. It's okay to take an inventory of your life and count the cost, but it's never okay to focus on ourselves and our inabilities when the person that we're serving, God, is bigger and greater and has the resources available to us even in our weaknesses and inadequacies. Every servant of God needs to, at some point, take a step back and look at the task in front of them and realize the weight of it, pray about it, seek the Lord, spend time in His presence as God prepares you to live and serve Him. But at some point, we have to take that step of obedience and dive headfirst into what God has called us to do and who He has called us to be, regardless of the dangers and peril and other challenges that will come down the road as we fulfill God's calling on our life. Like Peter, we need to step out of the boat and keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and do things that are well beyond our ability. Or like Paul, who, in the face of great danger, walked in all that God had for him, stopping at nothing to get the gospel to unreached people groups all over the world. Even with all of Peter and Paul's flaws, they still stepped out in obedience to the one whom they served, Jesus. So how do we overcome our natural reluctance to walk and live out the great commission of seeing people come to Jesus and serving in his church? Here is what God taught me from the passage in Jeremiah chapter 1. And it's often what God said to his leaders and people when the calling felt too great and big for them. God said to Jeremiah, I am with you. It's the very presence of God that helped Jeremiah to walk in obedience and to fulfill the calling that he had placed upon his life. There is no greater joy in gospel ministry to know that the creator of the universe The one who spoke and things leapt into existence at the beginning of time is with us every second of every minute of every hour of every day. You see, the presence of God is our life source. It's what keeps us in the fight. It's what keeps us going. It's what keeps the fire burning within us. For even when Jeremiah wanted to give up and stop speaking, He said the word of God was like a fire. It was like a hammer that broke the rock into pieces. It is the love of Christ that constrains us. The presence of God that keeps us going when we want to give up. The presence and power of the Holy Spirit is the one who convicts us of sin at our initial call to salvation, but who also sustains us when we want to give up. Another portion of scripture that was really helpful for me to step out in faith into what God had called me to do was reading the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was tasked with being called by God to lead God's people in the rebuilding of the temple that had laid in ruins for years. But before Nehemiah could begin to rebuild, he had to look the task square in the face and feel the weight of it. When Nehemiah had heard about the city laying in ruin, it says in chapter 1 that he mourned for days. It says he prayed and fasted before the God of heaven. Part of God's preparation for his servants in ministry is to build in us a heart for his people. To spend time in the secret place, building character in the shadows when no one is looking, to feel the weight of the great task in front of us and its high calling, to enter it with a heart that mourns and grieves, prays and fasts and seeks God above all else. For God to imprint on our lives just how important it is to work, like Nehemiah, with a soberness of spirit. He didn't rush into it or look to himself as a resource. He spent time in the presence of God, waiting on God, seeking God, crying out to God for the heaviness of the task. Now that I am on the other side of being in the trenches on a daily, I am thankful for the seasons of serving in pastoral ministry. But as I think back, I cannot tell you how many times I doubted my calling. How many times I wanted to quit. I thought, see, I knew that I should not have done this. I knew my reluctance was warranted. It always seemed like there were these waves of emotions that caused me to feel frustrated and have anxiety about what God had called me to do. Whether it was difficult situations or circumstances, relational challenges they all stacked up to make it so hard to keep going maybe that's where you're at you just want to give up and throw in the towel and give in or maybe you feel like god had not called you to it in the first place and you feel like you heard wrong when he said to go it may not be that you doubt your salvation or that the lord did a work in your life but you just feel raw emotions that you're not fit to do what God has called you to do. I hope and pray that you are encouraged to stay at it. As long as God has you where you're at, stay the course, keep grinding, spend time thinking about him and his presence, weep, pray, fast, enjoy the Lord, read his word, and be obedient to the heavenly calling on your life regardless of what your feelings say. When the enemy lies to you and says it's not worth it or he says just walk away and says that God has forgotten about you, just remember that he who called you is faithful. He will sustain you. He will be with you. He is a big God and has more than enough resources to get you through to the end of your journey. Even in my darkest places, God was faithful to pick me up and help me to do it one more day. He was always faithful to keep me on the path that he had for me, whether it was an encouraging word from my wife or the hands of my children laid on me as they prayed to help me to keep going. God always sustained me.